0: You are listening to the Business RPG Podcast, a show where you can learn from successful nerds and find the tools that you need to grow your nerdy business or project. I am your host, Sir Isaac, and I would like to extend an open invitation to you to connect with me. Guys, go ahead, pull out your phone, look up on Instagram, Business RPG, and just give me a follow, like a post, and engage with me and give me an opportunity to engage back with you. I am here to connect with as many different people as I can in this quest to learn and to educate myself and, and also just to bring as many people as I can along with me, so if you want to be a part of that that's all you gotta do. For those of you who already have and who do, thank you! I, I really enjoy meeting you guys and I meet so many people doing this and it's it's just so fun and, and I'm learning a lot, so genuinely thank you. I'm going to try something new this month and i I'd, I'd like to tell you why i'm realizing that business rpg is starting to reach a certain point between the questions that i get from some of you guys and the value that i can be providing and it's time to start introducing some tools episodes that are focused around tools and uh, some of you who have talked to me one-on-one or who have just listened to some other episodes you know that I view podcasting in a very specific way it's more than just a tool for outreach or entertainment it is a tool to invest into to develop yourself to develop your network Dude, just just look at me we we, we just had our 26th episode uh, the 20th interview that i've done there are some solo episodes in there and these are people i would not have been able to reach without this podcast I would have tried, I would have reached some of them, but some of these people I would not have had these conversations with, on and off microphone, if it wasn't for the podcast. And I think that it's important for us to start looking at podcasting as as what it is, and it is a platform for networking, in, in my humble opinion. Um, and, and so some of the guests that are going to start coming on the show, they're, they're not just podcast related. I'm looking at getting some Discord experts in here. I think storytelling would be someone to really get a great expert on as well. But we're, we're still going to have all the same original content that we had before. I'm working on really getting some people from niches that we haven't tapped into yet. And all that will be coming along. It's, it's going great. I have some great leads and you'll, you'll be hearing from that. But I just wanted to let you know so that you aren't caught flat footed with this up and coming interview and a few others that are going to be sprinkled in there. My goal is to provide value and what better way for me to do that than to spread to you a lot of the tools that have been given to me through this medium. So with my little soapbox tirade aside, let me ask you a question. If you are an entrepreneur or are a successful nerd, what avenues do you have to spread the word about what you do? Is it only word of mouth? Is it a social media group that doesn't have very many members or or a profile that doesn't get a lot of traffic? Are you reaching out to bigger platforms and tapping into other audiences to spread the word about what you do? Today's guest is... A nerd who is doing things in a way that kind of steps on my toes. And I believe that he is approaching podcasting in a way that a lot of us could benefit from. And that is, he is on a quest to be on as many podcasts as he can spread the word about his industry. Joe Pons is a coach, he is a consultant, and he also in this episode explains a bit more about what he does. But I was interviewing him for another podcast actually, and I wanted to have this episode played on here as well because I think this is one of the tools that us as nerd business entrepreneurs and just project he's whatever it is that you do that you want to fill in here i think it's something that we could all really learn from so i'm excited to have kind of a, a double feature and that he's going to be on both podcasts but before things start guys go ahead and make sure you pause here and subscribe to the show Make sure that you're following wherever you're listening, and leave some feedback, leave a comment, leave a review, wherever it is that you're listening, if you can, guys. I really appreciate it. It helps with the algorithm. And with that being said, let's go to the interview. Joe Pons, welcome to the Business RPG. How are you, sir? Wonderfully well, sir.
1: Thank you for asking. How about yourself?
0: It's been a good day, and I'm really excited to have you on. You are... Starting to take on something that I need to be taking on, and so I'm, I've semi-rigged you into a, a miniature coaching session, is what I've done. But before I get ahead of myself, would you just tell the audience who is Joe Pons and what are the problems that he solves?
1: Well, thank you first for the opportunity. Uh, Joe Pons is a serial entrepreneur. Uh, I do a, do a couple of different things. One, I help people save money on their prescription medications to the tune of sixty to ninety percent, and most recently. Uh, Doing what I love, training, coaching, consulting. So what I specialize in is lead generation. So that way you and all the other wonderful folks who have a business can generate their own quality leads and get in front of their right target market.
0: So one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on is you are approaching podcasting from a different angle than I've, I've given enough thought to. And that is, you are on a quest, as I put it, to be on as many podcasts as you can be?
1: That's correct. That's correct. When when did this start and how, how's it going so far? It started last year, I'd say in November or December, and it's been going great so far. The one caveat I give people is that stick to what you know. Uh, it's easy enough, well, I shouldn't say easy enough, but it, it is to a degree easy enough to get on any podcast. But it's not every podcast that you should be on. I use the example of a vegetarian or vegan. I am not. Uh, I could bring value as far as those who are running businesses in that realm, certainly. However, it probably wouldn't be good for the podcaster as well as myself to f- feature myself on such a podcast. I mean, that's not me. That's not my market uh, other than the business of helping people in the medical realm or in the coaching training speaking space so that would be my only caveat to people
0: kind of on a side note what is the market like in those niches that you are looking for are there a lot of podcasts there are there are there few and far between what does it look like on your side
1: there's quite a few some of them are are huge names in business and success coaching and those are a little bit more difficult to get on mm. uh, because everybody's looking to get on their podcast. However, there's plenty of podcasters out there who are in the success, they're in the, the motivational, the mindset, the business, the coaching. There's plenty of them out there. It's just reaching out to them and finding the time to get on there because, unfortunately, time is one of those things that we all have. But do we really invest it? So, you know, we have to really kind of seek out those that are one for me that I can bring value to, but also stay within my own, my own lane.
0: So let's say that you found the perfect podcast to be on. How does that start from the moment of I found them to the moment of I I booked an appointment to be
1: on there? Me, I'm a phone person. Uh, There's wonderful ways, text, email, smoke signals, whatever you prefer. (laughs) But for me, it's just picking up the phone. I find their phone number and I just give them a call. The concept is, is that I'm looking to singularly bring them value, reach out and bring my network to them. And likewise, have them expose their network and their listeners to me. That is the the value proposition that I stick with. Because as, as much as I would love to just jump on everybody's podcast, they need to know what I do in clear and no uncertain terms. They need to know what I do and what I'm bringing to them. After that, it's simply a matter of getting the right time, uh, usually in the afternoons and evenings for me, simply because of the fact that my most revenue producing activities go on first thing in the day. After that then I can schedule meetings and get on podcasts and ideally around this time or or in the evening so that way it's not a rush, uh, you know, I can kind of cool my jets as it were and, and just be me.
0: Have you ever been rejected from a podcast and then found a way to get
1: onto it later? No, not yet. Oh, okay. that milestone is still waiting waiting to be gotten to, but you know, it's one of those where Like sales, timing is everything, you know, and some people, you know, they just don't see the value, which is fine. You know, it it just may be, you know, I'm not good for them and that's all right, but I will follow up. You know, there's some, some big names out there that, you know, I've, I've called and you know, they weren't entirely interested, but that's okay. That's okay. You know, at some point here before too long, I am sure that I'm going to get that call. Hey, are you available? You know, Mm -hmm. I I lost my speaker. Yes, of course I am. (laughs)
0: Well, I like I like what you said with your value proposition and this is a point that I made on a on a previous episode recently is the combining networks that in my opinion is one of the most beautiful things about podcasting in in general. Um
1: so what has that done to your network? Uh, it brings to a certain degree new target markets for me. I have ones that are rock solid and then I have ones that aren't aren't quite as good. It's the the variety of listeners on a particular podcast where I never thought of this particular niche, you know, where a particular podcaster has done an episode and all of a sudden, boom, they've got, you know, a thousand listeners just from this one particular podcast that they did. That may not quite be within their their scope, but you know what? Now it is. Mm-hmm. And because of that, now I'm getting exposure to a whole new group of people. And the best part is that they've already been vetted. The podcasters got them, they're lined up, they're ready, and they're hungry. Whereas me, I have to go out and do that myself every single day, which is a beautiful thing. And that's why for me, my goal is to get on as many podcasts as I can simply because of that. For example, your listeners come from a very strict business background. Well, if I go with another podcaster who may have cooks you know, or chefs, where quietly these chefs are working for someone else and what they want to do is become an entrepreneur and then start their own restaurant. Well, guess what? There's a whole nother group that I never even touched. And it's, oh, wow, this guy can help me get leads. He can help me get in front of my target market, which is most important for me when I start my restaurant. You was know, like oh, shh, quiet. don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that, I mean that's great
0: I love that because I like to say that I'm not exactly making episodes I'm making assets and this is this is one less sales call you'll have to make hopefully you know I, I'm not I haven't promised anything but hopefully yeah but I think that you are tapping into it in a way that I'm trying to encourage people to think about and realize as far as this is a long-term investment for tapping into other, other people's phones, other people's cars, their radios, et cetera. And so I, I'm wondering, do you have any clients or, or stories that you could tell about a client that's heard you as a guest on another show and then followed up and decided to reach out to you?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, in, in both areas, both the medicine as well as the consulting Excellent. realm. Getting on a podcast and stepping a little bit out of my my strict business sense, I talk about mindset, going from the employee to entrepreneur. Those podcasts have yielded me quite a bit of business on both sets, where just by hearing the value proposition of one and the, the podcast doesn't have anything to do with the other, but someone says, you know what? Hmm, that really sounds interesting. Let me give them a call. I get the call. For example, I have a young lady who who who's a diabetic the amount of money that she is spending between uh, medicare and her own pocket we were able to save her in the neighborhood about six thousand dollars a year wow but she came from a podcast that was on mindset so you know it's one of those where the the beauty of the good value proposition will will lead itself down its own road same thing with consulting is uh, i belong to a a mastermind group that deals with uh, with clarity Really hadn't said anything about the the medicine business, but the the young lady who's in charge of the whole thing said, "Hey, what I need you to do is I need you to speak for ten minutes about the medicine." I did, and and it followed that. People going, "Well, gosh, you know, you've been doing that for so many years. Why did you go into coaching? You know, how how did that work?" And well, well, tell me more about how I can get in front of my target market. You know, when they say, uh, "What is this? How does the saying go?" Uh, when the Student is ready. The teacher appears. Mm -hmm. Well, same thing. You know, people have problems. Well, guess what? If you solve a problem, boom! All of a sudden, now you're reaching out, and it's like, "Well, where have you been? I've been right here." But I'm glad that I found you. Yep. (laughs) You know, and that's that's a big thing. You know, I give anybody the advice is that the idea is not to sell. You know, people get so wrapped up and say, "Oh, you know, I, I don't, I don't like sales. I don't like sales." Well, sales is essential, but you know what? Don't sell. Find buyers. Find people who have a problem and solve that problem. The money will come, and podcasting is just one great way to do that. For those who, like you talk to, uh, who want to start podcasting, it is a fantastic way. Me, I'm getting on other people's podcasts because I don't have the time to get on and do my own. But you have experts like yourself who say, you know what, this is what I'm going to do, this is how I'm going to push my business. Well, guess what? That's a fantastic way to generate quality leads. Because the person who's not ready very likely won't continue to listen. But as long as you bring good quality content, your target market's going to come.
0: I'd like to ask, you're on a podcast and you're trying to relate what the topic is back to what you do. Can you give me an example of how you do that?
1: Yes. And most recently, I've learned the direct approach polite, but direct. Like, you know, we were talking about earlier is the going down the rabbit hole and depending on the podcast and what they are looking for from me, you know, I'm going to bring it. I'm going to bring it as best I can. The easiest way to get to where it relates more to what I do is to simply say, Hey, you know, that's fantastic. That's great. Let's address that. However, that's outside of my lane. You know, I don't deal in speculation. I don't, uh, you know, I, I like research. That's my thing. I like facts. So let me stay with what I am, what I'm doing, uh, where I want you to learn something from, as opposed to kind of skirting it or paralleling certain things. Giving the example, I got a million of them. But the fact is, is that, you know, what? some people don't like stories. You know, they want to know, hey, well, OK, I get it, Joe. What's the point? What's the question behind the question? You know, and for me, it's simply saying, hey, look, I love Italian cooking. And that's fantastic. And even though I'm no expert, you know, I know a great lasagna when I have one. But but Isaac, let me just segue that into the fact that business owners who run restaurants need to have the right target market. They have such a small, thin margin that they deal with from month to month that it's most important for them to get with me on lead generation and get in front of that target market so that way they can stay open and give us that fantastic design. It's wonderful. There are those who have podcasts who that's all they do. They just open it up, say, hey, this is little Joe and go, we got an hour. <laughs> so yeah, it, there's, a, there's a certain amount of structure that I like, but that I'm going to bring it regardless if they do or not. Most importantly, like I said, because of the fact that the listeners deserve that. What we're doing is we're we're giving them value for their time. Precious commodity.
0: What are some tips that you have when it comes to looking for that podcast to get on? Because not not every podcast is going to come to you. You have to go to some of them. What key factors are you looking for? What what tips or advice or or speculation are you willing to give when it comes to looking for that podcast that Joe Ponds needs to get on to talk about revenue
1: and generating leads? Tips and tricks. <laughs> know what you do. I mean, you need to be absolutely clear without a doubt what you do. There's people who can't within a 30 minute span explain exactly what they do. So if you don't know what you do, it's going to be extremely difficult to find someone who will accept what you do and and have that value for their listeners. Some people, they won't let you within a mile of their listeners unless you are specific to their market. You shouldn't have any kind of hurt feelings. Don't take it personally if that's not what you do. But most importantly, you need to know what you do. Number two is how many listeners do they have? Where are their listeners? I mean, if if they go down the list and say, well, I've got seven, you know, my mom, my dad, my my cousin, Vinny, you know, my my aunt, you know, and my best friend who tells me I shouldn't be podcasting. Maybe that's not the one that you want to go. Now, arguably, they used to say, you know, any good, any news is good news. You know, that may be just that one person in that group, that family member who is in your target market and you, you, you will create a relationship that lasts forever. But I think to value your time, you need to make sure that you're with the right person who has the listeners that are right there, you know, and that brings us to our target market. You know, you need to know what your target market is. And as long as your target market is within that podcast, yeah, you can go ahead and give up the time, the half an hour, 45 minutes, whatever it takes to go ahead and get in front of seven people. But if they have seven thousand or seventy thousand, what is the likelihood that you are going to find someone whose problem you can solve within that seventy thousand versus that seven? You know, and that's why knowing what you do, you know, not taking it personally, and knowing your target market when you're going in and you're making that that connection between podcasters is absolutely essential.
0: That's excellent advice. Joe, where can people find you? Where can they keep up and learn more about what it is you
1: do? First place is LinkedIn. Fantastic social media. Uh, I do very little on anything else. And that's Joe Ponds. And you've got the spelling there, J-O-E-P-O-N-D-S. The easiest way is just to pick up the phone. I'm a phone person. And in these days and times, I love to make in-person appointments. We can can meet over Zoom, but just call 813-541-3994. That's my personal cell. You will get me. If you don't, just leave a message. I will call you back. You can also reach me on the business line at 321-574-6976. Now, Excellent. I, I, well, let, me give you, let me give you the email address too, because you know yeah, there's some yeah, people. Yeah. They, it's, it's Joe, J-O-E, at Ponds Consulting, P-O-N-D-S, like the cold cream, but no apostrophe, pondsconsulting.com. Excellent.
0: Joe, thank you so much for coming on. Is there anything else you'd like to throw in before we wrap up?
1: Well, for those who are interested in really getting granular, I've got an event coming up August 6th, where we're going to be doing some, some power value propositions and lead generation, also helping you get in front of your target market. And maybe if there's a little bit of time, a bonus on mindset and priority management. We'll we'll see how it goes. But yes, (laughs) August 6th, just give me a call, text, message me in in LinkedIn, whatever, and, and we'll find out if it's a good fit for you.
0: That's our interview with Joe Pons. Joe, thank you so much for coming on the show. Now, guys, here's the part of the interview that you didn't get to hear. After our conversation, we stayed on the call for a few more minutes and we went from value propositions to stranger things two Dungeons and Dragons, two video games. Now we have a playdate set up for a raid on Destiny 2. Guys, this is this is some of the things that happen behind the scenes, and it's, it's really great to be a fly on the wall here. But, Joe, thank you so much for being a successful nerd and sharing some of your expertise with us. Guys, next episode will be airing on Monday at
1: 2. I hope to see and hear from you then. But in the meantime, I hope you enjoy.